Sup Freaks, it's your boy Marty here to introduce this long-awaited episode of Rabbit Hole Recap. Uh, Matt and I recorded this last Saturday at the BitBlock Moom Conference, uh, and I'm now posting it Thursday, September 2nd, I believe. Is it the 2nd? 3rd, September 3rd. Sorry for the delay here, uh, a little lag in getting the audio, but we got it. It's here nonetheless. It'll be in our channel forever and ever for you freaks to go back and listen to it. We, uh... Hit a bunch of topics. Always a fun time doing the live shows. Thank you, Freaks, for participating who were there in person. Shout out to Gary Leland and crew uh, for throwing another incredible conference in BitBlock Boom. Always a fun time going to Dallas and wrapping it with other Bitcoiners. Um, always great vibes. This episode of Tales from the Crypt brought to you by our good friends at Unchained Capital. They actually sponsored the live show uh, at the conference, but we'll also give them a plug here before the show because we weren't able to shill their white glove service if you're looking to uh open a vault for the first time looking to get in a multi-sig for the first time uh for fifteen hundred dollars they'll set you up uh and they'll hold your hand uh, along the process you'll uh get hardware wallets sent to you you'll have uh one-on-one zoom conversations with uh the unchained team and they'll, they'll walk you through the process of setting that vault up and then uh they will get you $1,000 of Bitcoin and put it in the vault. So if you're looking to go from zero to multi-sig with a bunch of help, uh, Unchained Capital is offering that with their white glove service. So go to www.unchained-capital.com. Check out this service. We're going to link to that uh, specific white glove service in the show notes. Use the code TFTC. If you do decide to use that, um, you'll get $50 off of this white glove service. And then, um, check out their other products. They have the collateralized loan product. Uh, you can set up uh, a vault um, for yourself outside of the white glove process if you're more comfortable with multi-sig and hardware wallets already. And then on top of that, check out their blog, Gradually and Suddenly, uh, by Parker Lewis. Drew Von Saul has been writing incredible stuff on Bitcoin and space and hodl waves. And uh, Buck Purley is doing some incredible writing as well, as well as Phil Geiger. Incredible content on the site. And then they're contributing to open source as well, so their multi-sig vault uh, coordinator is also open source in the form of Caravan. And uh, on top of that, they've got another more open source initiatives, including Hermit and Slip39. So go check it all out at www.unchained-capital.com. It's www.unchained-capital.com, and we'll have a link to the White Glove service in the show notes. Says, this episode's also brought to you by motherfucking Cash App, another good friend of the podcast, and the easiest place to stack sats in the U.S. You can stack sats, send sats, receive sats, and sell sats if you so please. And we're saying sats, 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 because Cash App allows you to make sats the standard. We're not stacking fractions of Bitcoin anymore. We're buying whole sats, whole satoshis. If you don't know, one Bitcoin equals 100 million satoshis or sats. Now you know. Get educated in the sad read. Uh, on top of the SAT stacking, sending, receiving, and selling capabilities, you can also stack slivers of stonks via Cash App Investing. Uh, if your favorite stonk is a little too expensive, if that's your thing, uh, you can buy as little as $1 via Cash App Investing because this is all connected to your bank account. There's no four to five day waiting period to start stacking SATs and slivers of stonks today. Cash App may even be your bank account. They're offering account number and routing numbers so you can direct deposit your paychecks into the app. All right, use the new Nuo Bank and Cash App. You get this 
debit card, your boost card is connected to it. It's accepted anywhere Visa is accepted. You can personalize it. They got cool uh, glow-in-the-dark cards. Uh, you can get a straight black card with your signature on it. People look at that like, ooh, you're fancy, you're fancy. Get the boost card. Pair it with the Cash App. Then use the boost program. Go to Partner Merchants and save money wherever you use your boost card if you have your boost initiated uh, with that merchant. Make sure when you download the app, if you haven't already, use the code StackingSats, S-T-A-C-K-I-N-G-S-A-T-S. You're going to get $10, and $10 is going to go to our good friends at Owls Lacrosse. That's Owls Lacrosse. Woo! Also, should note, Cash App Investing Subsidiary Square member SIPC. Uh, yeah, download it. Use the code StackingSats. And enjoy this delayed episode you guys are getting a two for thursday rhr matt and i are going to record in about an hour and 50 minutes from me recording this ad so even closer to when this episode is uh dropped on anchor enjoy you've had a dynamic where money's become freer than free if you talk about a Fed just gone nuts, all, all the central banks going nuts. So it's all acting like safe haven. I believe that in a world where central bankers are tripping over themselves to devalue their currency, Bitcoin wins. In the world of fiat currencies, Bitcoin is the victor. I mean, that's part of the bull case for Bitcoin. If you're not paying attention, you probably should be. Okay, number two, from the Wizard of Oz in Australia, and all the Aussie freaks. We have got a bottle of Red Breast single pot still. So this for me? is for you. No, I was told to give this no. to you. Uh, not really. Red I said to give it to y'all. So. Single pot still. And that's it. Enjoy Rabbit Hole Recap. Is it? Oh, it's Irish. Our mics on? Can you hear us? Can you hear me? Testing. Mike, Mike one, two. Can you hear me? Seriously. Okay. What are your freaks? Uh, we've got a delayed rabbit hole recap recording on Saturday. Uh-oh. Is this better? There we go. No Brady mode, y'all. All right. So it's up, freaks. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, Gary just came up here and said thank you to everybody, but I think we should turn and say thank you to Gary for getting everybody together. Great, uh... Always one of our favorite events. This is our second live shutdown of BitBlock Boom. We're very excited to be here, very happy to be here. I personally have to thank a couple other people. I got to shout out Will Cole for letting, him, letting me borrow his pants last night. Uh, thank you. Uh, gotta give a shout out to uh, my buddy Aaron Glenn for letting me borrow his shirt tonight. So I did not bring a full a full wardrobe. Uh, do, do you own luggage? Do you no, do? I don't. No I don't. clothes. Low time preference. <laughs> I try to borrow clothes from anyone in any city. Go through the have. airport in a natural way. <laughs> so if you're going to tell, we're joined by Justin Moon tonight. Uh, Matt Odell to my right as usual. And so. Obviously, we do rabbit hole recap every week. We have a schedule. Matt and I shoot the shit. 
we've done this live show quite a few times. Our first one uh, was hosted by Iterative Capital. I know Chris is in the crowd, so Chris uh, was the impetus for the first one. I think this is our fifth? At least fourth. At least fourth. Uh, and when we do the live show, we do it a little differently. We have three topics in mind that we'll talk about, but then we like to get interactive with the crowd. So if you guys have any topics that you feel are pertinent that we should discuss on stage, we'll do that. And it's uh, a collaborative effort here during the live show. But to start, as always, we've got to start at Clark Moody's dashboard. Really disappointed he's not here tonight. Uh, the cost of Bitcoin right now is $11,522. We are currently at block height 645,933. Uh, one Bitcoin is worth 5.9 ounces of gold. That's 1.69% of that total market cap, and you can buy 267 barrels of oil. Uh, Mike, we're going to need to sc scroll to there. Thank you. Uh, we had a difficulty adjustment this week. I believe the difficulty is at all-time high. 17.6 trillion or billion? Trillion, I think. Uh, hatch rate over the last 2016 blocks is 122.5 exahash a second. And the last increase, which was earlier this week, was 3.6%. And we're estimated right now to have a downward difficulty adjustment of about 1%, but we're a little bit below halfway through. So that is due to change. Let's swipe further to the Samurai Sats. And Matt will jump into this. Well, pull capacity. Oh, 1,457 Bitcoin. That's yeah. a decent amount of Bitcoin. It's a decent amount of Bitcoin. It's a good segue. It's I worth think, I haven't checked, but I think... It's an all-time high Whirlpool volume this month. It sounds like it would be. It was on to the trajectory, but I wasn't... Speaking of Whirlpool, what the hell was going on this say. week, man? The Flame Wars. You're just going to just jump right into it? Yeah, right into it. <laughs> I've been trying to avoid this uh, Twitter drama. I told Marty I didn't want to talk about it, so he... He put him on the spot. He did. He put me right on the spot. Um, I mean, I guess... Most of it has come from... So let's preface this. What is, what is this week's Do you tweet? want me to give a synopsis of drama? Yes, Am I doing yes. a, a, a drama well, it's not synopsis? drama, like what's going on? Is, are there valid points to be So made? first, Samurai did a disclosure of Wasabi Wallet. They said there was a vulnerability of Wasabi Wallet. Um, they did like a kind of questionable, responsible disclosure. They said, we'll give you 15 days to fix it. We, sh we show you how to fix it. But if you don't within, if you don't within uh, 48 hours tell people not to use the coin join feature of your wallet, then we will release it. Um, Nopara, the lead dev of Wasabi, said that the disclosure was silly. So then he just released the full pastebin. He released a full disclosure on pastebin that they had sent to him mm -hmm. before they could even release it. It's just silly. Um, so, so, so Wasabi says it's not an issue, and 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 the idea is the idea of the vulnerability. My understanding of it, um, I've been kind of distracted this week because of this fantastic conference with all of you people. Um, is is that if an actor knows the state of your wallet, um, they can make it so on Wasabi, when you do coin join rounds, you can do multiple rounds. And I've said on this podcast many times, you want to do remixes because it's multiplicative. Your, your anonymity set, this crowd that you hide in, um, increases substantially every time you do another round. Um, if they know the state of your wallet, though, they can, they can, um, 
It's very hard. It's very hard to know the state. No, wait, wait, wait. So this is the key. So they can, <laughs> they can uh, remove the advantage of the remixes. So your anonymity set is just your post, your most recent round. Ah. And if you've ever used Wasabi, the main way a lot of people use Wasabi is they send a single KYC UTXO in, that then gets split up deterministically and then goes through the number of coin join rounds that you do. So for actually for a lot of Wasabi users and the way the actual setup is the default UX flow, chain analysis and regulated companies do know the state of your wallet for all intents and purposes. So it is, to me it seems like it's an issue. But you know, I... Justin, what are your thoughts on this? Do you uh, engage in the flame wars? I think I'm in the more of the mainstream on this topic. Uh, every piece of drama gets more and more exhausting and makes me less uh, eager to use any mixing software. It's very less, tiresome. Less, less, very tiresome. less trusting of the, uh, the apparatus. I, I, I can definitely see that point. It is very tiresome. You don't know. One day you have privacy, the next day you don't. Okay. I mean, it, does, it gets to the point of how difficult it is to do proper privacy properly on Bitcoin. You know, these are, both teams are very competent, well-intentioned, and there are problems, you know. Uh, it's, it's just really hard to do it correctly, I think. Well, I mean, that's definitely the most frustrating thing for me, uh, because I was a very outspoken Wasabi shill. Uh, Wasabi Wednesdays. And then I was very critical of them, and they, they, uh, seemed like they didn't want to improve their implementation. Uh, and I've been a very outspoken Whirlpool shill. I've been outspoken Joy Market shill. I'm trying to, for people to care about privacy. Uh, two things here is, is, is both teams, I've met both teams. And like they might have me fooled, but I'm pretty sure neither are spooks. And they both, <laughs> on Twitter, they both call each other spooks, which is super frustrating. Yeah. Uh, the second thing is Wasabi, although they you know, claim the implementation isn't broken, they are planning on releasing a completely new implementation that they just announced this week. This is 2.0? Um, Wasabi 2.0? Wasabi 2.0. Uh, it's going to bring proof of stake to Wasabi. Um, and you're going to be able to yield farm. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I, I, I just, I wish there was more focus on the actual products rather than the personalities because this is open source software, so you can critique the code, you can critique the actual implementations. Um, all the personal attacks and stuff are, are way less effective and they just, as Justin said, they just scare users off because it's already a complicated thing. I mean, when, when most podcasters in the space don't know what an XPub is, it's hard to try and help people. <laughs> use Ooh. Yeah, we have, we have an expert here. Britt Kelly uh, explained XPubs in about four words. Yeah. You dump it in, you get multiple addresses, no reuse. Yeah. Uh, while we're on that point, we've got to give a let shout me, out to me. Michael Hawaii from the Macallan 12 tonight. Looks like five drink Matt. Maybe on his way out. My pop and my peas. L let me hop in here on this topic. I think. This thing's very stressful, this thing. It's like if you breathe wrong, you hear it, and it's, it's like you're holding your breath up here. Uh, one thing I'd like to see more uh, Bitcoin companies do is, is kind of like promote the 
the like industry, the like little sub industry they're in, right? So like, I think all of the uh, hardware wallets would be good if they sort of like promoted the use of hardware wallets and got people to trust them. The multi-sig vendors promoted the idea of multi-sig and just grew that pie. Likewise, if the privacy wallets could be a little uh, uh, less hostile, I think they could, uh, you know, increase the the trust in those products and make them more widespread. Because right now, I mean, it's it's impressive numbers, but it's it's not a lot of Bitcoin relative to how many there are. And I think that it, they could grow the pie a lot. Well, I guess that gets into the the balance, right? Like how how much you want them to take a to take a phrase from WAP, who may be a persona non grata this week. <laughs> how much? How much coopetition do you want? Like, how much? How like valuable is finding these uh, possible bugs and discovering them? How much does that make the software better in the long run? It's I mean, it seems like best practices in Bitcoin are not widely uh, widespread yet, and so I think in a lot of these areas, uh, there's a lot of room for you know multi-sig privacy in particular to become more widely used. But where you see the most toxicity is where the most is at stake. Yeah. So with privacy, there's a shit ton at stake. All it takes is one mistake, and you've completely screwed yourself. Um, you could get sent to jail. You could lose your life. You can have, you know, stakes are high. With hardware wallets, stakes are also super high. And lose your net worth. That is an extremely toxic, hostile environment that we have going on in the, the hardware wallet space as well. And then on top of that is, is the whole shit coins, right? And, and, and in that situation, the stakes are high in that you could just lose all your money. Well, right? this is sort of an As open well. source thing, too. It's like, uh, you know, in, in most industries, you don't see how the sausage is made, and it's often filthy and disgusting. Yeah. And uh, in Bitcoin, fortunately and unfortunately, you see how the sausage is made. And, uh, you know, in some of these cases, it's, it's a little chaotic. Yeah. sausage. When sausage, Matt? Didn't you eat sausage for lunch today? Good man. Six hours ago. Yeah, so uh, the flame wars go on. Will they ever stop? Probably not. Never. Never. It's uh, kind of beautiful. I'm, a, I'm in the camp that it makes everything better in the long run. But there is that balance. Like, uh, does your immune system get so strong that you have a cyto... What is it? A cytoclimatic... Uh, we don't want you trying to pronounce things yeah, up here after a drink yeah. or two, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> you have trouble with, like, three-letter acronyms. Let's yeah, not yeah, get yeah. into science. Basically, you, want your, you don't want your immune system so strong that it attacks you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll keep documenting the flame wars. They're sure to keep going on. Uh, speaking of flame wars, uh, alluded to it a little bit in that previous segment. Uh, INX. I frankly, just going to preface this, I don't give a shit. People want us to talk about it. It seems pretty stupid. I don't know why you need to tokenize equity. Equity seems to work pretty well. Right? Shit corner. Um, yeah. I mean, there is some hypocrisy in here with the You don't care? I mean, I d you don't think it's like a slap in the face a little bit when, when we're trying to do it more ethically and they... Yeah, you can't, can't control other people, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think there's a couple of things here. Some people don't like that it's on ETH. Uh, they, so INX, what is INX? INX is a security token exchange launched by a bu bunch of Bitcoiners um, that hasn't even launched yet, doesn't exist. And this is their exchange token, INX. And there was a lot of controversy on Twitter because 
they kind of all tweeted it out in unison because the pre-sale launched or the sale launched. They were in the pre-sale and now, or they got advisor tokens and now the actual sale is launching. Um, so there's like a couple reasons people are mad, right? It's the ETH thing. Um, Samson specifically has been super against ETH and now you know, he's involved with a token that is on ETH and uses ETH for gas fees. Um, his own project, Blocks News Project Liquid, is supposed to try and put tokens on a Bitcoin denominated chain. Uh, and then I, I think, I mean, why I don't like it is because I don't like exchange tokens. I think exchange tokens have a ton of risk, regulatory, custodial risk, um, trusted third party risk just in general. They're utility um, tokens, they don't make any sense. Yeah, and like the way the prospectus is set up, like it's based on cash flow, so you don't really know for sure if they, how they structure it, right? Yeah. Uh, they, they can operate at a loss and then you don't get anything. Um, so I actually, the ETH stuff for me is just like they're hypocritical, you know? It, like it's, it's just very hypocritical. Um, I am more angry, angry is the wrong word, but I'm more disappointed in... Uh, just shilling exchange tokens to retail uh, for an exchange that hasn't even fucking launched yet. Uh, that, that, that's, that's, that's what pisses me off the most. But I, for, what, for better or worse, like, people shouldn't be surprised. Like, that group of people is like, it, it's, it, this is known. Yes. I mean, that's all I have to say about that. I, I mean, Matt's... I mean, I, you didn't really say much about much it. I don't have much to say. You yeah. didn't really have a strong opinion on it, Marty. It's really uninteresting to me, honestly, When, frankly. when token? What? Never. Sats are my safe haven. I'll keep Marty honest. Um, next thing I wanted to talk about, particularly... Well, what is Justin's opinion on it? Oh, damn it. I almost got out of that. I was, I was real quiet. I was real quiet. Uh, what do you think? I mean, I, I think there's one thing that Matt didn't mention is that the, uh, you know, when you see people getting tokens that, uh, for a price that, you know, orders of magnitude less than it was ever sold uh, publicly is causes some anger because that was really abused in the past and, and present yeah it's like 100x like i think there's uh and i, I, th I think if you accept something like you got to be mindful of that especially if you sort of build a brand as like a bitcoin personality like a few of these people do you're going to be held to sort of an irrationally high standard and that's what you signed up for and uh, i think that's what we love about conferences like this is you meet all these people who who see in bitcoin like sort of the one the, the light at the end of the tunnel uh to use parker's phrase and so uh you know i don't think you can complain if you're held to a high standard that's why we're here yeah i completely agree but are you really surprised that something like this is happening no, no. Yeah. i actually my only response people were like you didn't have a response i retweeted a tweet from december because i already i, I we already knew inx was coming yeah yeah yeah, I had Alan on the, on the podcast to talk about it like two years ago. Yeah, I remember you did. Like, I was not included in that episode. We're going to crush you on Twitter. <laughs> we're going to crush you this next week. I'm a shill. I actually got part of the pre-sale, too. <laughs> Kidding. Uh, What's the next topic, Marty? Let's move along. Uh, no. Uh, next topic went a little underscored this week, but I want to bring it up. Obviously, I have... Uh, uh, I'm a bit biased because... I'm in this industry, but uh, <laughs> what the hell? Equinor is a publicly traded uh, oil and gas company, and they are partnering with Crusoe Energy to mitigate flare in the Bakken with Bitcoin mining. So you have a publicly traded energy company this week come out and announce that they're using Bitcoin to help 
solve their environmental problems with flare mitigation. And obviously, I work, disclosure, I work for a company that does that. <laughs> uh, Great American mining. And, uh, and you see a lot of that this week. Like this is the fun thing about being in Texas is that this is where you have some of the most sophisticated energy operators on the planet. And a few of them, a few of them were here and, you know, uh, I'll be talking about Bitcoin wallets and they're, you know, listening and not understanding everything. And then they start talking like basic hydrocarbon <laughs> chemistry and my eyes roll. So it's, it's fun to see the interchange of these two groups. And there's a lot of people that seem hell bent on mining. Uh, Mining Bitcoin with excess gas. We're hell bent on it. Yeah. And so we've been doing a weekly webinar to try to educate the oil and gas industry uh, about Bitcoin, particularly. It's, it's foreign to a lot of oil and gas folks now, but we, like the title of our webinar is uh, Bitcoin and oil and gas, a symbiotic relationship. It's truly a symbiotic relationship in the fact that Bitcoin needs to have more distributed hash power geographically and the opportunity that the waste gas situation the U.S. provides to do that is great for Bitcoin. And then on top of that, Bitcoin solves a problem that the oil and gas industry has with this waste flare that is enormous and they can both help each other out, the network and the industry, pretty intently. So it's exciting to see a publicly traded uh, oil and gas company here in the United States come out and admit that they're mining Bitcoin on their, on their fields. They don't want to hold the Bitcoin. They don't care about the Bitcoin. Uh, they just care about their flare mitigation, but Crusoe is happy to mine that Bitcoin. That's the beautiful thing is that they engage in this from a pure economic yeah. uh, incentive. You don't need ideology, right? It's gorgeous. I mean, and this is where I come from with Bitcoin and Bitcoin privacy and privacy in general, right? I think these are tools that people will use um, when they need to. When they, when they find the need to, they will use them and they will seek them out. Uh, and they will ignore the drama that happens and, and they will try and seek out good information uh, because they have a desire, because they have a, a need to. Uh, Mike, can you scroll this back to the price? Not that I'm in it for the tech, but <laughs> if you could just. Are you going to make people this, market buy right now? I feel like we should market stack. <sighs> can we? There we go. There we go. Is American HODL in here? Ooh, we've pumped like $100 since we started. Yes, sir. He hasn't even said hi to me. What's up, man? Pay attention. <laughs> he said pay attention. What are we paying attention to? I don't know. He wasn't paying attention. Someone had to get his attention. <laughs> He's on Cash it's, App. It's, He's busy. Last time, last time we did a live stream, I told everyone to stack. Uh, it was the local top. So, you know, we, we ended up going down to 3,500. It was a long year. So you're, you know, if, if you want to stack, feel free to stack. If you don't, you know. You know what? We're going to switch it up this year. Everybody go sell a little bit of Bitcoin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for what? <laughs> I love it. Keep for good juju. It's for good juju. We're trying to change the luck here. All right. Not Look, we're up. Today. We're going. Yeah. YouTube is watching. Moon dance. Stack. Stack. Stacking, if you are stacking, make sure you're putting a personal custody. This week, a boss. Uh, this week, a court in California ruled against the plaintiff who sued Coinbase for not uh, awarding him or providing him with uh, his Bitcoin gold fork. I believe he had 350 Bitcoin on the exchange. He wanted access oh, stupid, to- stupid man. Very stupid. Yeah. Uh, he wanted access to that Bitcoin gold. Obviously, Coinbase did not provide that fork to their users. 
Uh, and the California court said, hey, not your keys, not your coins. Coinbase can do whatever the fuck they want with that. So, but it is, yes. That, uh, if, you, if you listen to Jeff Vandra's talk earlier today, you do have to, uh, you do have to mark those at a cost basis when they do offer you those tokens, though. If you don't, I believe if you don't touch the private key to actually access the, if it was Bitcoin gold, you don't get. That's the part I didn't understand. I thought you actually are supposed to declare it, like, even if, if you, you could, if you it? could claim it. No, I think, Jeff, if you don't claim it, Jeff, are go, you liable? Go to the microphone. Is there a microphone? <laughs> I don't know if they have one set up. Do we have a We need like a 1-800. speak three answers from my mouth. We need like 1-800 Vandrew, you know, the Bitcoin community. We can just dial Jeff and he'll get us out of whatever. Yeah, Mike is shaking his head. They don't have a microphone. Use this, is our, this is our first in-episode tax advice brought to you by Jeff Andrew. This is not tax advice. <laughs> he is not a bodybuilder. <laughs> He's not your bodybuilder. He's not your bodybuilder. Let's give it up for Gary one more time. Let's go over the things that happened to Gary. Gary. Gary had a hotel back out on him. He had a hotel back out on him. The hotel shut down. The hotel shut down two weeks ago. That didn't stop, Gary. I don't know if it's on. Je Jeff, now that you're on stage, you can't leave the stage. You're here for the rest of the episode. You're talking to a... Don't pull too hard. Yo, poor Mike. All right, we're gonna do this. This is now, yeah. Th this is awkward, but it's the best we're gonna do. So if uh, Justin and I are now just gonna be one, we're, we're literally Siamese twins here. I'm attached to Justin by his wiring. Um, yeah, so if you hold the keys, as soon as you have what's called dominion and control over the fork, meaning you could have claimed those coins, uh, Justin was right. At that point, you have ordinary income at the amount of the fair market value at the time. So for most forks, that's gonna be zero. Like most of these forks don't ever become marketable and they just don't really have a fair market value. But for Bitcoin Cash or Bitcoin Gold, uh, those had a fair market value, so you should have claimed ordinary income at that time. Uh, if you had your coins on Coinbase, you don't claim the ordinary income until Coinbase credits it to you because you didn't have dominion and control over your coins until Coinbase decided to credit that. So in the case of Bitcoin Gold, uh, you never had any income at all because you never got it if it was on Coinbase. I don't like this. I don't like this. There is, a, I should say, there's a little, there is some level of debate. I think it's really, really weak. Uh, my opinion is the majority opinion. Like, it's not just mine. Uh, there are cases going back. All right. These guys are a little rusty, I think, from no conferences for six months. I like you just holding your mic now. You look like Bob Barker. Yeah. <laughs> what so survey says. Today, what we've got going on over here. Can I don't? Yeah, it's not gonna work. Um, anyway, the California court ruled against uh, a plaintiff who wanted to sue Coinbase. Uh. I guess. 
if you don't get access to those coins via Coinbase, you don't have to pay taxes. If you just have them as private keys, you have to pay taxes. That's pretty fucked up. Wait. Yeah, well, the idea is you could have, you could have taken the action to grab those coins and sell them. That's, you could have, but what if you didn't even care to? There are, I mean, that opinion exists. It's out in the wild that, uh, that you're throwing out there, but there are cases going back a very long time not involving Bitcoin. What it's what's called this? the Trevor Trove line of cases. Who put that up Where there? if you have uh, <laughs> How much did Matt lose? His yeah, we have a prompt on the screen. Yeah, wait, questions wait no, Mike, what the fuck's going on over here? <laughs> Is that your question? Okay, I lost 10 million sats, uh, but it was worth it because I'm glad the conference happened. Who'd you happened. bet the 10 million sats with? Two different people. I, I, bet two mil I bet two people that this conference was going to get canceled because I didn't think Gary had the balls to do it. But I, I love you, Gary, and I'm glad, I'm glad it wasn't canceled. Um, and I did buy it as soon as I like, locked my price in. We were at like $9,000. I locked it in. I bought 10 million sats just to cover it. Um, so yeah, it's an expensive conference for me. Honestly, hand up. I didn't think it was going to happen either. I booked my flight Thursday night. But I want, yeah, I mean, Marty, <laughs> Marty was like, like I had my flight and my hotel booked a month ago. And my Marty, like, have, you kept ignoring my telegram messages. You were like being a little bit. Eh. But anyway, anyway, let's go back to this conversation. The, the fear I have, yeah. regardless of whatever your tax take is, the fear here is, Coinbase decides which fork is real Bitcoin, is, is, is my non-legal understanding of this case. So if there is a fork, you know, let's say, you know, you know uh, Bitcoin regulatory. Bitcoin with 2% inflation. You no, know, or like Bitcoin KYC, right? Yeah. Coinbase decides if that's the fork that, you, that you're on. They decide which chain you're on. They did it with Ethereum. Um, yeah, they did it with Ethereum. Like yeah. ETC is the original chain and just got 51% <laughs> attack for the third time. 7,000 uh, blocks. But they chose four people that, that ETH was going to go along with, with that fork, right? So, so trusted third parties are security holes. And it really doesn't matter what the court says because that's the case, right? And, so. and those terms and conditions that you don't read, like those matter in this case. And I assume that Coinbase's TNC covers this sort of thing, and yeah. not in your favor, right? Yeah. They're Coinbase there to cover themselves. does not give. But a this fuck also is same with Cash App or whatever, who's a sponsor of the podcast. Like, if you have your disclosure. money there, I I did the disclosure in the. If you have your money there, they can they can decide which fork is the real Bitcoin. Yeah. Right. I trust that team to make a good decision. No, we'll Marty trusts, but you should just withdraw your money, so yeah, then you true. don't have to. Withdraw, you can, if you, get, if you freak in, no, you can send sats off the app into a personal wallet. Uh, one thing, staying on this subject, we didn't talk about this, I didn't see you tweet about it. I saw the Samurai crew tweeting about it. Apparently there was a, a transaction made between exchanges that was FATF compliable. Or oh, I didn't say compliant. compliant. Is the word you're looking compliant. for? I was going to say compatible and it turned into compliable. I missed that. <gasps> you did miss that? No. Yeah. There was an actual transaction on the blockchain that was somehow F Financial Action Task Force compatible. I don't know. I have no idea means. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've not that. seen this. Well, there's a working group that's like Kraken, Coinbase, and like a bunch of other exchanges that are trying to do like fat foot travel rule compliance. Uh, where they, they know the sender and the receiver and they share that information amongst each other, uh, which is a really slippery slope in terms of, of privacy. Uh, 
but it's like kind of inevitable. Yeah, this was in Switzerland. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. Expect it. Um should we open it up now? Yeah, I mean do we have a mic though that they can use for questions? Yeah, Mike? Let's give them fifteen minutes. We got a mic, okay, in, the we back. Got a mic yeah. in the back. Can you check like guys one, line up one. in the Y'all back? Doing all right tonight, bit block, boom. Gatling gun us with questions, please. Dude's been drinking since 8 a.m. <laughs> right, Quiet. Uh, I have a question. So, so I, I think the f- so if there is a fork and you know the value of the fork is value at the time of like the first time there is a marketable, val- va- marketable value, I think there might be a a way the Fed can attack Bitcoin. So they can create a fork, print five trillion dollars, and make this fork like five times the value of Bitcoin. And then you know you would have an income that is you know five times your value of your Bitcoin. And like you will you know have to sell your Bitcoin to pay this income. So I'm curious to have your thought on this sort exercise. I think I heard that. I just want I'm just gonna repeat that to make sure I heard that correctly. You were you were asking if there's like a tax attack using forks. Is that the case? Like someone can no. So, so the Fed will create a fork. Oh, the Fed, Fed creates a fork. Yeah, the Fed, Fed will create a fork. a fork. Classic yeah. Fed. And they will print, you know, five trillion dollars or whatever amount they will want to print. And therefore, this fork will be, you know, five times the value of Bitcoin or ten times the value of Bitcoin at the time it's first, you know, th- there is a first value for this coin. And if you know, if you follow the guideline, right, like. You will have to pay tax on this new, you know, fork of Bitcoin that is ten times the value of Bitcoin, and then it means you will have to, you know, sell your Bitcoin to pay this tax, right? I, I'm. I mean, they could, get they could theoretically do that, but they could also just ban Bitcoin and make it illegal. And like, if if you if you wanted to use Bitcoin, you'd be in the black market, right? And that yeah, would just yeah. be easier. Yeah. I it think would be the way easier just to ban Bitcoin. And also, if they created five trillion on the fork and claimed <laughs> that that had some high enough fair market value that you would get taxed on it, they would also, in order to support that fair market value, have to allow you the ability to trade those coins for dollars at that rate. So that would be a great deal for you. I'd happily pay taxes on $5 million if you want to give me $5 million, right? So, <laughs> uh, you know. Well, what happens if it just immediately crashes? So well, that, like, yeah, like well, that, three people get the, the, the $5 million rate and then it it that's what it would do, right? Because as soon as you make a liquid market. Well, I mean, what would they just offer that $5 million to the first person to claim it? Yeah, they give it to like Lop, Samson, Well, the issue then would be fair market value. Like if that was a fair market value, the Fed was only going to honor for one or two claimants, and it's not a true fair market. Yeah, we get fought in court. Exactly. Is, is the answer. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you'd have to have some kind of trust in our judicial system. Exactly, right? and and it would it would it would make the Fed look so bad and so arbitrary and so ridiculous that they don't care. They would. It'd be so much easier just to ban Bitcoin. Are you right. saying they don't look like that already? To average people, absolutely <laughs> they don't. Yeah, I mean, look look at the stock market. Right. Well, that's. I mean, hasn't been brought up yet, but this week. Jerome Powell made a historic speech. They're going to keep targeting 2% inflation. No, they were never, they were, they were going to go past it now, right? Yeah, they're going to try and go over it because they can't reach it. Uh, 
They're going to create price stability by raising prices. That's their mandate. Uh, it's very confusing. Next question, Ben the Carmen. What's up? Um, I hate to do this to you, Matt, but I want to talk about the Wasabi vulnerability. Uh, but from the Wasabi's team's perspective, it's a feature, not a bug, where because there's determinism to for the UTXO selection, so that way when you disconnect and you requeue up your coins, you're not revealing other UTXO links, and that was like the main point of why it was called silly and like an actual feature of the software, not a bug. I, know, I just want to make that clear. But, but most people aren't disconnecting. Like the, the yeah. classic flow is to send in a large UTXO. See, this is what's frustrating, right? Because I have to argue about this with people who have never used either. I know you have. I'm not, I'm not saying this to you, no, right? You're good. You're good. But like I had like a 19-tweet a, a thread on, on how Samurai works. And Mr. Hoddle showed that he had never even tried to use it. He did, he is, he's just been talking shit and has never even, he has no idea how it works. And it's the same thing. I went on Block Digest and I had a, I had a discussion with No Power and, and uh, Shinobi on Block Digest about it. And No Power had no idea how the fee structure worked. Just zero idea whatsoever. Right? And, and so when I use Wasabi, um, I'm going to dock some transactions here. I do the normal UX flow. You send in a large UTXO, and it gets split up, and you let it remix. That's what everyone does. Is it not? No, I agree. So is it silly? Well, the idea is so like, OK, say you send in like 0.2 Bitcoin, and you, you click them both to queue them up. It's going to only queue up uh, like one UTXO to mix. But you don't want to link multiple UTXOs together by mixing them together. And if you disconnect, like say your internet goes out for five minutes while you're waiting for a round, it might put like UTXO in A and B the first time, but the second time it'll do B and C. And now you unnecessarily linked like B and C together when you only really need to reveal A and B to do your mix. So A, B, B, C. I can see that. I mean, I like kind of lost it for a I, little bit. I right? get it. You're, the B is matching the A with the C, correct? Yeah, like you originally you only needed, wanted to reveal A and B are linked, but since you disconnected and if you add randomness. But no one's disconnecting. Your internet might go out or like. Oh, my internet's going to go out? Like, during Why the, don't they build the disconnect into the fucking software? No, no, like, it's like a fail safe. I, I think, like, if I have to, it makes my job harder as someone trying to shill these projects if I have to, like, list, like, all these things that you have to do. You know, like, you have to disconnect your internet in between. You can't do this, you can't do that. Like, it, it, the best practices should be relatively built in and if it's not like people are just going to fuck up like there's just there's no way that they're ever going to figure it out and they're just going to dox all of their transactions and it's going to be on a ledger there forever because if, if, if we're right and bitcoin succeeds like this ledger is going to fucking exist forever and all that information is going to be there and that's what concerns me speaking of which was that you messing with umbrel is that an umbrella yeah i did umbrel what uh i did umbrel right before i left that looks like some of the best UX I've seen from a node perspective. It's pretty slick. It's pretty slick. Let's steel man it. Like, what's wrong with it? Well, it just has no features yet. It's like really early. Okay. But did you like the experience? It's very slick. It's, there, uh, there, it has like a plug-in architecture. That's the big thing, right? Like, you're going to be able to. <laughs> well, they have no plugins yet. Yeah, I know. But I mean, the, the idea yeah. is they built out the architecture for right. that, right? Yeah. It's very clean. It's it's a UX-friendly node implementation. 
that is privacy focused at the same time. Did I? Were you able to open the Lightning Channel before fully synced? Is that uh, what with Umbral? Yeah. I haven't actually. I've just synced it. Okay. <laughs> All right. I have, I have on my desk, I have four raspberries and two noddles. And I just don't have enough time. I just don't have enough time today. I don't even know why I bother. Yeah. Uh. Thank you, Ben. Thank you have you. Thanks, else? Ben. We love you. Yo. Where's Vake? I don't know where Vake is. Where's Vake? I don't know, but this is my question. <laughs> All right. What's up, fellas? Okay, so this is mostly like towards Marty because. When I had Matt on my podcast, like Shameless Shill, A Boy Named Sue, that's my podcast. If y'all give a fuck, if not, that's cool. Um, but Marty, okay, so you had Christian Decker and his friend on from, you know, they're working on L2 and shit. And then some point in that podcast, you turn around and you're like, Matthew! And so, so my, my question is like, did he pass out? Was he drooling? Like, Which podcast was this? It was, it was a few months ago. I don't really... But you had Christian Decker on and his friend... He still would, doesn't know what episode it was. I w we never had Christian Decker on, did we? We never had Christian Decker on. Or, uh, okay, no. Whoever is working on L2, right? You had two guests on at once. And then at some point in that episode... I think we had Matt Corallo on and... This is next question. No, no, no. Matt, Matt was not there. I don't know. Next question, I think. Did you spill something on yourself? No, I never was. I'm always like I. I'm next, in next question. Form. I'm in decent form, right? Tell the freaks. Yeah, he's Tell the in decent form. Decent form. Make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> Fuck you, Phil. Next question. All right, cool. <laughs> is Matt really the founder of CuckMentality.com? This is. Uh... Well, go to CuckMentality.com. See where it takes you. <laughs> All right. So I have uh, TFTC to thank for introducing me to Clark Moody's dashboard. It's the best. Uh, but typically y'all say, oh, this is the Grayscale Premium. Y'all didn't do that this week. Why? Why do you trade the Grayscale Premium? No, I'm asking why do y'all announce it and you didn't this week? Oh, the Grayscale Premium's not on the dashboard anymore. Oh, why was that? I think their data feed stopped. It's my fault. <laughs> it is? No, Marty, Marty cares about it. I don't really give a shit. No, I, like, um, I, I pulled it up one day, and it was, like, negative 100%. And so I tagged American Hot. I was like, hey, it's free money. Go get it, you know. Oh, so if you, if you try and build a site that tracks prices and you try and track, uh, like, actual stock prices, it's actually very difficult. And, like, one of the things that's really cool about Bitcoin is starting with Gox, which was a horrible exchange, they had an open API. So all the other exchanges ended up having an open API. So it's actually really easy to build a, a website that tracks Bitcoin prices from many exchanges. And it's really difficult to track historical stock prices. It's, it's fucking crazy. Even like gold, oil, all of these things, it's like the APIs, is, is, it's very difficult. It's all behind paywalls, all over the place. Love you guys. Love the pod. Thank you. No, and to speak to the GPTC, GBTC premium, why are you pay attention? I think it's just a good gauge of institutional or institutional. The institutional money's coming. Uh, yeah, I guess for the time being, right? Yeah. Until there are better options. Yeah, Mi micro strategy is a better option now. It's a quasi yeah. ETF. What's up, guys? Uh, love Do you the like podcast. Samurai by chance? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Uh, uh, anyway, I work on Ronin Dojo. I'm a developer for that. And. Uh, Thank you. Not only do you like it, you're contributing. Thank you. 
Um, but I want to say, Matt, I think you're doing a great job explaining that there are user errors that people are prone to in this stuff, especially with Wasabi. And I'm not just going to come to sling mud on that. I think that, uh, in general, this whole debate, this whole flame war that we see can actually help improve privacy. And privacy is not something that is uh, something to be taken lightly. Uh, when Wasabi fucks up, when Samurai fucks up, people go to jail. And it's not, uh, it's, you know, as much as we want to keep the debate level-headed here, whenever you're talking about implications like that, it's just really hard to. So whenever you have something like uh, the plus token guys getting hemmed up and now they're all sitting in jail because they didn't use the, you know, their coin join implementation right, the one that they chose, uh, you know, that for me says everything. Yeah. And so, it, this is something I feel. I've, like, this is why we front load our disclosures. When, when we shill a product, when we shill a project and, and, and we, we, we tell users how to use it and there's a vulnerability, like, it hits me. Like when that vulnerability happens, and like it, it, it hurts, right? It like feel a little hurts. responsible. And I right, turned to Marty, and we just, we we're just like, we got to do it. You got to put it right in the front. You got to tell the users, you know, like we told you this thing, but we were wrong about that, <laughs> and this is what the reality is, right? And like you just have to fucking own it because what matters, right? Like what, what are we doing here? What's the whole point uh, of, of everything we do? Yeah, no, I agree. I do think the plus token people should be in jail though. Oh yeah, I mean, and, and there's more than that in jail, and I, I don't want to go into no, it. But uh, you know, whenever we're talking about the implications of you know what can go wrong with a coin join implementation, uh, you know, without uh, being critical of other teams or anything, uh, you know, I just want to say what's at stake here, and that's why we're taking these debates so seriously. No, yeah, and that's why I said I think this actually makes everybody stronger in the long run. It's, it's uh, a bit tiresome at times, but Agreed. iron sharp, sharpens iron. It'll get better. And I think, I mean, hopefully this is why we should push for things like BIP Taproot. The, you create the primitives, primitives, buzzword, uh, to make privacy more innate in the protocol. So I think it's gotten better over time, demonstrably better, the ability to attain privacy at the protocol It's only going to get better. We'll reduce the, you know, things that cause user error. And that's what it's all about, right? Yeah. You seem to build systems that make it hard for users to create errors. And just cheers to the new Ronin Dojo UI that's coming cheers. out. I'm really excited for it. Thanks, that. man. Thank you. Next question. First of all, uh, thanks, you guys, uh, for everything you do. Appreciate it. You know, love the podcast. Keep doing it. Thank um, you. Second thing, you know, privacy is a major uh, topic on this podcast. Just wanted to... Uh, Hear your uh, opinion on, um, you know, after doing a coin join, is there any value to swapping uh, those UTXOs for like a privacy coin like Monero and swapping back to Bitcoin? And um, the practicality of that, is it worth it? You know, just your opinion on that. I've never done it personally. I can, that's Monero Shield's main, uh, main uh, marketing ploy. Shum. Not, 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 not even Shum. They're saying Monero's the best second layer to Bitcoin for privacy that exists. I, I mean, I kind Atomic of... Atomic swaps. I kind of view Monero as like a... An ugly cousin. It's, 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 it's a coin joy. It's, it's, a, it's a mixer with a, a worthless utility token attached to it. <laughs> uh, but, but like a utility token that's going to trend to zero. Look, when you, when you cross chain, obviously you increase your privacy guarantees if you, unless you just do CoinJoin. If you do CoinJoin plus 
a swap, then you're, you're all things equal, you're increasing your, your privacy guarantees. It is a taxable event. Uh, your, you know, your mileage may vary. Uh, thank you for asking me that question at a Bitcoin conference and putting me on the spot. So <laughs> appreciate that. Perry. Hey, uh, Jeff, two-part question, kind of. Fair market value, what's like the magic threshold? I mean, if Bitcoin Gold's listed on one exchange, is that net, then it's got a fair market value? I feel like you touched on that a little bit earlier. And then the second part, who, like, if you're getting Bitcoin for services, who's the IRS looking to for your cost basis? I know they're, they're probably going to put the onus on you, but who are you supposed to look to? Like what exchange? I mean, it, like for, so, fi for fair market value, any reasonable method is acceptable as long as you're consistent. So if you're using one of the indices online that aggregates an average across various exchanges, that's fine. If you're using just one of the larger exchanges in terms of their value that lists the coin, that's fine. Um, it's any reasonable, consistent method. I'm telling you, the best way to do this is use BTC Pay Server. You just download the CSV, the, give it yeah. to your, your That is really nice. Yeah. 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 Honestly, I did my taxes this year and handed them the BTC Pay Server CSV file, and it was very easy. Well, Jeff, my question was kind of more, what is the magic threshold from when you have a fair market value versus when you don't? Oh, I mean, uh, that's like, a pro like something that doesn't ever have a fair market value. That, I mean, that's a, it's a fairly subjective standard, um, but it's sort of like the Supreme Court's definition of pornography. You kind of know it when you see it. Um, <laughs> you know, it, Do you? if something's trading, if something, <laughs> Sorry. or not. Yeah. Continue. Continue. Marty has strong opinions on pornography. Stop watching porn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, I mean, you know, look, if it's trading on a major exchange and there's any sort of reasonable volume, then it's got a fair market value. If it's trading on an exchange with little to no volume or it's not trading on a quote unquote one of the major U.S. exchanges, then I'd be comfortable claiming on a return typically that that has zero fair market value and zero. I will tell you that personally, I'll dox myself on this. It's fine. I, I, people know where to find me anyway. Uh, I've only ever, holding Bitcoin, I've only ever claimed Bcash and Beagle and Bitcoin Gold. I've never bothered with any of the other forks as having a fair market what, what, value. Bitcoin Rhodium? I don't even know what that is. Yeah. What about Bitcoin 2Gen, Steven Seagal's? Not familiar, <laughs> haven't followed it. Uh, before we get to the next question, Justin, what was it like driving up here at Parker Lewis? So if you guys are ever in a, in a car with Parker Lewis, <laughs> this is what you do. <laughs> you have him like, you know, maybe put, put, get comfortable, put some country music on or something. Just, you know, just, just start talking it. about sports or something. And then, and then mention, you know, I, I was watching CNBC and this guy, Jerome Powell, I don't know if you heard of him, uh, got on, got on and gave a speech. And then you just stopped talking for three and a half hours. <laughs> so, so, and, and it's like a master's degree in how the dollar works and everything. And I forget it as soon as I get out of the car. It's like his, his truck is like this magic zone where you understand monetary economics. And you, but as soon as you get out, it's gone. You just remember how it made you feel. Yeah, exactly. One, one of my Twitter mutuals has a saying that is uh, women are passionate about social justice. It's sort of a catch-all response to many things on Twitter. You could kind of flip that around and say Parker Lewis is passionate about the Federal Reserve. This is true. Just it's a, a good passion. Bizarre. We need more passionate people like Parker. Uh, Parker put out, I think, his best piece to date this week. 
Bitcoin is one for all. I thought that was uh, the best first principle piece that you put out to date. Gradually, suddenly, you don't check it out. Uh, disclaimer, Unchained Capital is a sponsor of the podcast. Kevin. <laughs> Yo. Uh, yeah, I think I'm the last question for the night. So I was just wondering, I saw Marty in the back all, all day today. Um, just down the line, what was everybody's favorite talk from today for your viewers that want to know uh, what they should look at on YouTube? Uh, I thought Jess was the most uh, actionable. Very good advice. Yeah. I like Jimmy's uh, talk about how Bitcoin is an extension of natural law theory. Uh, again, Unchained Capital is the sponsor of the pod, but I really like Parker's talk as well. And I like, I like Britt's talk because I think a lot of people, uh, BTC Pay is becoming more and more accessible, uh, and it's something that more and more people should try. I mean, and, said, and, and I was going to say, this is Britt's first U.S. Bitcoin conference. Shout out so. to Britt. I mean, honestly... We've said it on this podcast many times before. As a user, BTC Pay Server is one of the best products out there. Like it is one of the most important products out there. If you're just a merchant who wants to accept Bitcoin as payment, they make it as easy as possible. It's, it's weird because it's like this open source project that you don't pay for and you feel bad you don't pay for it. And you get into their support channel and it's like, it's like you have better service than you do at your <laughs> bank. <Right? laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah, these like Coinbase. unpaid volunteers with like weird, weird handles uh, answer all your questions. While we're on this, uh, Rockstar Dev. <laughs> so we've been doing the, the BTC Pay server, Stay Humble. We're getting the weirdest messages. We're getting here. weird There's messages like, up here. We've been, we've been feel, told to I announce feel like that. I'm a, you guys remember the show Ghostwriter on PBS? This is what like, looking at the screen is like. Um, but Someone told me that Britt Rock almost started. slept through her speaking spot out late last night. Okay. Britt was out late last night. Apparently, apparently a lot of people were out Cheers. late. Cheers. Um, but uh, we've been doing the BTC Pay server, Stay Humble Hats, uh, donating 25% to BTC Pay. The way Rockstar Dev wanted to do that was to give away hats at this conference, but he didn't show up, and the hats haven't showed up yet either. So we will. <laughs> They're getting uh, shipped to Gary's house. Yeah, Gary, you're getting Marty a bunch of hats shipped to your house. And idea. We're going to have to have you ship them somewhere else. We're going to need that. to reship them. Yeah, we'll pay for it. We'll make it happen. Uh, we'll have OpenNode pay for it. <laughs> Just, for goodwill. Pay for it. Just for goodwill. <laughs> Just the community. They have to pay for it. I think we have about like eight, eight minutes left. 920. What are we going to talk about? Hmm. Uh... We have no more questions. No, Don't I think I think mic. I think we can. Yes, like, we have questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not this guy. Oh no. Go for it. We have what a Ben. Someone is still him alive. Prop him up. <laughs> you guys aren't getting away with this. This might get a little questions. wild now. What we are concerned about is, uh, I don't know. What are we concerned about, guys? Uh, <laughs> where we want to know what your actionable steps are and what are you doing to make the community a better place? That's, that's what we want to know. There is no community. There are only individuals. There's a community. Fuck you. What the fuck is this? We've got 10 to 15 minutes if we want. No, that's actually what I was going to lean into is uh, yeah, I think we should are. reflect on how cool it is that a bunch of like-minded individuals can meet in Dallas, Texas. Uh, when it's check, check, check one, check one. Arguably hey, socially hey, unacceptable to do so. Hey, hey, y'all, can I have y'all's attention right quick? We got a lighter that came in a leather case. Somebody would like to claim it. 
or get a uh, new lighter, it's going to be over here. Anyways, I digress. Back to y'all. Kurt Vile joined us this weekend, by Wait, everybody. No. I know what I want to do. I know what I want to do. Parker, Parker, bring me the shit I'm auctioning. We're auctioning this. We're for, auctioning off a uh, for BTC Pay server, right? Yes. This is yeah. the first time I've ever been asked to autograph anything in my life. Uh, congratulations. Jeff Andrews' autograph's going out. It's a picture of him bodybuilding in the 90s. You can, <laughs> you're going you're gonna to be able to fake checks if you, if you get this because that's an outdated system of payment. Who do we have? Chris. Dannon. We need you to sign this. Little Bitcoin book. Limited edition hard copy. PGP signed by Jimmy. Awesome. For BTC Base Server? We got one more question, y'all. So yesterday we auctioned. Wait, what was that question? Oh, go ahead. It's cool. Oh, well, we're not going to talk about that. Okay. Um, told my in-laws, I don't care. I'm going anyway. <laughs> okay, so this, this is a picture of Bitcoin sign guy, um, our good friend, who got behind hey, Janet hey, Yellen. Hey. Got behind Janet Yellen. He's uh, an Urbiter now. What? He's an Urbic winner now. Yeah, I mean, Urbit's a shitcoin. Uh, and so we have this nice, this nice uh, visualization of it, and it's signed by a lot of people on the back. Except for Chris Dannon, which I don't know where he is. So, but we have we have a lot of signatures on here, um, and then we also have this little Bitcoin book by uh, Jimmy Song, uh, who spoke earlier. And Parker's walking up to me like I've said something wrong, um, and we're going to auction these off for charity because I was able to auction off a cutting board for 60 million sats yesterday, which was impressive. It was very impressive. You didn't buy it. You didn't, you didn't buy it though. You got outbid. It was low, but you didn't outbid him. So what's going on here, Parker? I like I like did like five calls for a rebid there, and you didn't even bid, and you're saying it's low. You also went backwards a couple times. The bid was going up and right. then back down. Well, no, because I got excited. Yeah, you did. I get excited. You did. Leave Parker alone. If you want to win tonight, you got to call individuals out. I got to call individuals out. Yeah. Like, Is why? that why you came up here? Yeah. Everybody who's spoken today has signed. Oh, every single person who's spoken today has signed. That was a better explanation than what I said. I said people signed. <laughs> but yeah, every person who's spoken today, except for Chris Dannon, has signed this. And we will make sure Chris signs this. Or, or we start a big corner. Yeah. Tell people not to hodl tonight. Not to hodl? Not tonight. Don't hodl on this. <laughs> Buy this. Okay. Well... Let's tell them why they should buy it. It's going to a very good project, one we've talked about already tonight, BTC Pay Server. Uh, it is open source. Like Justin and I were talking about earlier, it is incredible that you're just able to download it and use it. The value that you accrue from BTC Pay Server is way above and beyond what you pay, which is nothing. Okay. So let's get started. We're going to start with... Uh, which one should we start with, Marty? I thought they were going together. No, separate. All right, we'll start with the little book of Bitcoin, starting at 5 million sats. We have 5 million sats out there. 5 million sats for BTC Pay Server, little Bitcoin book. Do we have 5 million sats? PGP signed. Come on, guys, you fucking bitches. Let's go. <laughs> 5, 5 million sats. Do we have 6 million sats? 6 million sats for little Bitcoin book signed, PGP signed by Jimmy Song himself. 
Do we have this? Six million sats. Come on. Come on. We got six million sats. Do we have seven million sats for a little Bitcoin book by Jimmy Song? I don't know why I checked that. I already knew what it was. Do we have it? Seven million sats. Do we have eight million sats? This is going to BTC Pay Server, one of the most important projects in the space. You have to look Brick Kelly in the face. We have eight million sats. Do we have nine million sats? Nine million sats for the little Bitcoin book. Nine million sats. Do we have ten million sats? Rockstar Dev is going to send a picture of Do you care? Like too. Rockstar is going to look you in the face. He's going to be like, you sat in this room and you did not bid 10 million sats for this book. Are you going to do that? Phil, are you going to do that? 10 million sats. Let's go. Let's go. 11 million sats. 11 million sats. Do I have 11 million sats in the little Bitcoin book? You want to call someone out? <laughs> little Bitcoin book. Do we? Do we if have you got, if you guys don't bid, Matt is going to start roasting people. Am I? Am I going to do that? Yeah. Eleven million sats. Do we have eleven million sats? BTC Pay Server, best project in the space. Eleven million sats. Twelve million sats. American Hodl, you fucking little bitch. Are you going to bet? <laughs> you're going to bid on this? Twelve million sats. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Do we have it? We don't know where he is. Twelve million sats. Let's go. There we go, Ben. Thank you. 12 Jimmy, are you sats. willing to bet for your own book? 13 million sats for Jimmy Song's... Well, he did well, this with other people. Well, it's not just him. Alex Gladstein, uh, yeah. I believe yeah, Elena. Right. Who else did they do it with? Elena. Jimmy, who else did you do this with? Alejandro Machado might be in it. Oh, yeah, well. Machado, yeah. yeah. Okay, a lot of people did this. We're at, we're at 14 million sats now, right? 14 mil. 14 million sats Mike, can we go back BTC to the dashboard? Server. BTC Pay Server. Most important project in the space. You're going to have to look at Brick Kelly. 20 million fucking sats. Let's go. Okay. That's a well man right there. Let's be honest. You're all bitches and no one's going to bid 21 million sats, right? It's like no one going to do that. Like we're not like there's no way. There's no way. Now, Parker's 21 the last million bid. sats. Do we have 21 million sats? 21 million sats for this little Bitcoin book which is actually really big on knowledge. It's like got a lot of it's got a lot of shit in it. You know, it's like there's chapters. It's all about Bitcoin, PGP sign. It's full it's of words. Things. Yep. 21 million sats. 21 million sats. Who's gonna Who's gonna top this for BTC Pay Server? No one's gonna top this because you're all bitches. And <laughs> we are sold at 20 million sats. To Parker Lewis. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Okay. And now we have a cheaper option for the people who felt. I have to bring it over? And we're going to walk it. through the crowd to pa bring part of, this Part of what was bid on was, was a visit to your table from Matt Odell. To this beautiful winner. Does, do, do we know where he sends the sats? Where do you send the sats? Parker, where does he send the sats? This is turning into a Tony Robbins event. He's is in the he crowd. sending it to BTC Pay Server? Let's <laughs> get a firewalk. Yeah. He's buying them right now, guys. He's stacking. Let's get a firewalk for Matt here. That's what we need. I have no it's idea where he's supposed to send them. The trust ball start in there five we go. minutes. Well, you bought them. Up. Now you have to send them. <laughs> You're going to make sure he sends them. Parker's... Go and show this to people in the crowd. Parker's going to enforce this, guys. It's important. It's important. Look at this. Look at this. He's selling, he's selling you an every, airline credit every card person, right now. Every person who has, who has spoken today has signed this. Who wants to join this, Matt's downline? And it's going to yeah. BTC Pay Server. This is a thank you for Star9 Labs. All you, you need you to guys. do is get three more people uh, this in. Is, right? this, is, this is going to BTC Pay Server. <laughs> do you guys have a heart? Are you going to 
Are you going to do a big thing today? Are you going to make this worth it? Are you going to be bigger than yourself? This is a combination While of still Tony staying humble. and Amway. One million sats. Let's go. Cheap bid. Cheap bid. You get credit. Zach gets credit. Two million sats. Let's go. Let's go. Two million sats. We got two million sats to Will Cole over there. Do we have three million sats? Three million sats over there. Four million sats for this gorgeous fucking thing. Four million sats to bid vault over there. Over five here. million sats. Do we have five million sats? You're going to outbid yourself. Five million sats. Six million sats? Ten. Ten million sats to Uncle Zach over here. Do we have 11 million sats? Do you have 11 million sats? By in the, the way, back. 11 in the back. 11 in the back. 11 in the back. Zach, are you going to take that? 12 million sats. You're going you're gonna to let him take that from you? You're going to let him take that from you? This is huge. This is huge. 12 million sats. Let's go. 13 million sats. It comes with an embassy. Let's go. That's a fucking 2 million sat value right there. 15 million sats. Let's go. 15. 15 million sats. We're going to up the stakes sats. here. Do we have 16 million sats? Oh, he's back for more. We got... 16 million sats. He's still here. Okay, 17 million Wait, 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 wait. Before we go higher, we're going to up the stakes here. I'm going to reach out to the Bitcoin sign guy and make sure he does a half-hour Zoom call with you if you if you win this. You're, what, 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 you really? He's going to do it. He's going to do it. He'll listen. He's going to try his best. We're like 95%. <laughs> he, 30 minutes with one of the most interesting humans in the world. He might show you orbit, and it might not be worth it. Okay? You are now bidding what on Marty trying his best. Sats? 17 mil. 17 million sats. Marty distracted me. Who's the man here? Let's go. 18 million sats or lady. Free oh. next year. That's a 5 million sat value. Let's go. What do you have? 20 million sats for Jabari. Let's go. Do we have 21 million sats? This is huge. This is going to be big, guys. Like, it's going to be a big deal. You get a start nine labs. MBC. You're going to get. What? Wait. 21 million to Dan. We're going to add go. more to it. We're going to get Bitcoin Sign Guy himself to sign it. We will get it to him and we'll Well, obviously. We'll, I mean, we'll try. <laughs> 21 million sets. 21 million sets. Do we have 21 million sets? We can break the go. record for a bid. We can break the record for a bid. Do we have 21 million sets? Come on, guys. What is this? Like a room full of Ethereum? Aren't you the top bid? Jimmy's not here, Mike. 22 to Jabari. Let's go. 22. Dan, you going to let him take it from you? You going to let him take it from you? 22.5, No, five. no, 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 he's not allowed to do that. 23 million sets? <laughs> 23 million sets. Do you take it? Let's go, come on, what are you, are you just gonna stand there? 23 million oh. sets, let's go. From the we country lawyer. Sets. We have 24 million sets. Anyone? Bueller, what is that? They're gonna engrave that, that's an extra million sets. <laughs> Value. <laughs> well, Tour of Gary's house with the pool. Go to Gary's pool? Gary, wow. Gary, can they skinny dip? You can skinny dip in Gary's pool. That's like a three million sad valuation. <laughs> Do we have 22 million sets? Do we have 22 million sets? Come on, guys. Come on. You're going to make it? Yes. I think that's. You don't have to ask. Yeah, that's actually implied. He doesn't wear shirts anymore. You can't ask the question and not do it, Phil. <laughs> okay, guys, the account you want to unfollow on Twitter is Phil Geiger, okay? <laughs> 23 million sets. Do we have 23 million sets? No one. There's no, there's no, I don't think it's going to oh. happen. Oh, we got it. Oh, Jabari, my God. Yeah. Oh, no, I think you're at 23, right? Matt, so Matt, you're at 24 now. This, we have to give 25. it up. 25. What? You're bending this thing. You got you to keep it straight. Well, we'll, we'll do another one. What? <laughs> 20, 25 million sets. 25 million sets. No one's going to bid this. I, like, we struggled for the 24. 
25 million sats. Will anyone bid this? It is more expensive than the cutting board. It's more expensive than a little Bitcoin book, but it will be so valuable. It's going to be so valuable in the future. You can, you can fake every single person's checks if, if you get this. If you get, if you get this, you can, <laughs> We don't use you checks. Just, you just cut checks for every person on this, on this list. And most of them are doing pretty well, except for Marty. <laughs> 25 million sets. Do I have 25 million sets? Going three. That was good. Two. One. Sold so. to Jabari. Thank you, Jabari, for BGC Bay Service. Thank you. 23 million sats of BTC pay no, that, I think that Take it back to, to Kingston, Jamaica. That was 24. Going back to Jamaica, 24 million sats. Recorded. Didn't think we would get that. It's going towards a good cause. That was, uh, that was a live rip. Does anybody have any... Uh, apparently, there was a big question on here earlier. I don't know if that was from earlier, Mike, or... We have someone with a mic over there. Somebody have a mic back there? He went away. He okay. went away. All right. Thank you for joining us, guys. Yeah. We love you all. Guys, uh, been a hell of a week. Shout out to Texas. Big fan of Texas. I only come down here for this conference. It's hot as balls down here, but it's worth it. Uh, end of August conference in Dallas like is uh, interesting timing, but we're all here. We're all here. Uh, yeah, I guess that's all we got this week, freaks. Uh, we got a semi-black tie event. There's only one dirt bag, scumbag. Weirdo, my mom told me not to hang out near him, but he's here in a tux for some reason. And, I don't uh, think he's ever been in the sun ever in his life. <laughs> there, there's going to be a 10-minute break before the awards, just so yeah. everybody's So we're going to do some awards. Just warning you, wait, this is a very important warning. Shut the fuck up. Do not come near Dirtbag Al. He touches people weird spots. Right? Stay so. humble, stack fucking sacks. <laughs> Peace and love, freaks. <laughs>